Riverside. Good morning, Mr. White. How are you doing? Good morning, Mrs. Angel. I am very, very well. I'm very excited to be here. How are you? I couldn't be better because we have a genuine superstar in the studio right now. His name is Adam Shepherd. How are you, Mr. Adam Shepherd? I am great. I'm uh, super excited to be here with you good folk. We're going to have some fun, I think. We certainly are. I don't know that you are already impressed with the level of professionalism of this podcast. 100%. So if you can just keep a lid on that, that would be great. Yeah. Absolutely. Smoothly, smooth as silk already right from the start. So uh, (laughs) without further ado, Mr. White, can you please let everybody know about how great Adam Shepard is? I can. Adam Shepard is an athletics coach. Coach, personal trainer, retired para-athlete, former Australian record holder, Australian sports medal recipient, speaker, podcaster, and entrepreneur. He was born and bred in the Sunshine Coast, uh, sorry, in the Sunshine State, where he lives with his wife, Christy, and their six-year-old son, Fletcher. Having been born with spina bifida and the medical condition hydrocephalus, Adam has been part of the local disabled community for many years, whether it be through various sports he has been involved in, the many committees he's participated in, or the community and advocacy groups he has worked tirelessly for. Adam is now also a bilateral above-knee amputee, making the decision to have his legs removed for his own physical and mental health in July 2022, after years of pressure wound and infection issues. Welcome, Adam. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I get very excited, Adam. Sorry, let's let them have their moment. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, that'll do. Come on, right. we can't keep him all night. Come on, oh, thank no, you. I know, we can't. We've <laughs> already kept him for 27 minutes. So um, so I can also tell you that the alumni that Adam is a part of is he went to Coomba Primary School and then he went to Coomba State High School. Mm-hmm. So he's very loyal to both his primary school and high school, went there the whole time. I believe he was also um, a school captain or something to the to that. Is that right, Adam? And school vice captain in, in high school, yeah. So uh, at Coomba High. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Fantastic. So thank you so much for joining us. We've got so much to talk to you about. Uh, and let's kick it off like we always do. We always ask our guests, what, who is the teacher that positively impacted your life and how did they change your perspective on the world? It was a, a teacher I had uh, in high school. Um, actually, there was a couple of them. I'll start with, I'll start with one, though, if that's... Um, Whose name was Mr. Montgomery or Mr. Monty, as as we as he was affectionately known, um, but mm-hmm. um, he was just he was a genuinely good guy and he had a story for everything, and um, he was just he was one of those teachers that um, you, you could just tell cared about each of his students and um, he uh, and I just he just seemed to get me as well like um and as I guess I don't know if that sounds flaky or not but he did he just seemed to we we got along really well and he just understood me and and um my education and and how it needed to be done and all that sort of thing and did he change um your perspective on the world in any way yeah he did he um he made me sort of realize that uh anything I, I was I was not an academic at school. I was I was definitely not academic at all. But um, he he was a, the sort of teacher that could really make you f- believe that anything was possible. Like even for me as you know somebody who wasn't a a, a great academic at all, as I said, um, he just made me feel like I, anything was possible. And 
um, that was really powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. And so, but your your career and your life mm. for me, I when I met you, I just, you were you were one of the most inspiring people that I've ever met. They, it oh. was like you'd never heard the word no, mm. you'd never mm. accepted the word no, and everything mm. was a, a challenge that was very overcomable. That's not a yeah. word, but it yeah. is tonight. Mm. Um, so where, where do you think you learnt that? Where do you think you, you were able to, obviously you've, you've been born with spina bifida, you've spent your mm. life in a wheelchair and yep. for lots of people, for able-bodied people, that would, that would be, seem like it was mm-hmm. insurmountable. Yep. And there's mm. never, I've never seen you ever see anything as insurmountable. So how, mm. how did you create, how, how did, have you come to have this mindset that you have? Um, I'm a, a really, really big believer, and I, I've got to say I've always been a really, really big believer in surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, uh, and the, the people that are, are going into bat for you and the people that want to see you succeed and um, everyone else, you've kind of just got to, you know, push, not push them to the side, but, you know, sort of, okay, that's that's them and whatever. But, you know, keep your, keep your circle, the people that are, are in your corner and, um for me, that that's played a massive part. I have um, parents that were very, very have always been really supportive of anything I wanted to give a go of, um, and it was never, I oh, know you can't do that. It's like, well, let's let's give that a crack and see how it goes. Um, yeah, I've got a sister who's 15 months younger than I am, um, and she was great support as well. And um, just yeah, the people people I have around me, um, uh, I have always been super family other family super super supportive of uh me and um and getting to where i am now hey look speaking of uh surrounding yourself with good people um mm. i want to go back to a story about how you two met you met uh oh, can we um because yeah i think we should i think we should if that's okay with you I'd like um, to lead with just a, an apology, um, and I've been apologising for this since I've known Adam. But it's been a great—it's the best first meeting story I, I ever told. You, you go, Adam. No you, pressure you, here. You tell but... it from your perspective. I'm interested in your perspective here. Oh, you're interested. Okay, so, so uh, I think we might have been talking about circa. T- uh, when do you reckon? Like twenty. It was it was probably very late nineties, early two thousands, two thousand, two thousand one. No, it was, no, late, no, late, yeah, no, it was a little later than that. It was early two thousands because I didn't move to mm. Brisbane yeah. until until the Gold Coast. But yeah, two thousand. I reckon I'm going to say two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Oh, yes. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Time frames are not my yeah. specialty. Well, not my thing. But um, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So I. Um, I was doing. I was in a racing wheelchair, um, three wheeled racing wheelchair that can go fast if the right person's in them. Um, and I was doing laps around the inside lanes of the athletics track that I trained at. And um, yeah. I don't remember the. I think somebody called out or something maybe. And the next thing you know, this hammer um, comes out of nowhere, like literally. From my from my left side interview, um, mm-hmm. and for anybody who doesn't yeah. know, a hammer is just a giant. It's like a shot put, a giant lead ball, a, like metal ball mm-hmm. or whatever. Is that what it's made out of? I don't even know. Um, it is, yeah. It's mm. yeah. It's it's made out of lead with high tensile wire attached to mm. it, with also mm. another like steel 
like all of these things that can mm. just destroy a person. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're out of your out of the left hand peripheral view. You saw this thing coming at mm, you. I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. yeah. sailed in and uh, and kind of smacked me in the corner of the corner of my chair in the front wheel. Um, it managed to <sighs> yeah. just avoid yeah, me, but um, yeah. <laughs> That's how we met. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we met. Um, with a flurry of apologies and as a as a left-handed hammer thrower, I mean, I wasn't without my challenges in this world. So, I um if you if you don't get your throw right, I was at, also at the track obviously that day, mm. just working on my throw, just mm-hmm. as he was working working on his push and yep. um and I hooked it just a touch. It was just a touch. Just a touch. To, to yeah. right. Mm. Yeah, it just stayed in my hand for just a, a millisecond mm. too much, which pulled it then onto the back straight of the track, which pulled it into Adam's chair. Mm-hmm. And one of our favourite things we like to talk about is that you were actually in the chair before I hit you in the hammer, with the hammer, which was um, we, we did like to let everybody yes. know that <laughs> we, we that did. was yeah, not, yeah. not my responsibility. I, I enjoy um, I enjoy the, the look on people's faces when we tell them that and then they see that. Yeah. 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 We lived off that story for so long as we were, we were out together so often. That mm-hmm. was a yeah. story. <laughs> great story. Awesome. So once again, Adam. I apologise, my friend. I, I, um, we're, we're good. We're good. Thank you so much. I'm your like that's forgiving. Everybody, if you think that you know somebody has slighted you in some way, I literally hit this guy with a, a piece of steel, um, and I think I knocked you out of the chair. I had to have knocked you out of the chair because I think that's when I came to apologise to. Like, mm. oh my gosh, um, and. And, but it's it's actually a really really big deal that I knocked him out of the chair because he this guy is is he was quite the athlete and mm. he actually beat a young man of the name of Kurt Fernley. I don't know if anybody's heard of him, but he's just I would say arguably the most impressive athlete Australia has ever seen. Mm. And this young man sitting on our screen right now beat him in a race at some stage. Tell us about it, Adam, because you you should be living off this story. Oh, trust me, I do. Any opportunity I get to to tell Mm. this, I do, because, yeah, everyone knows who Kurt Fernley is, but, you know, Adam (laughs) Shepard, who's that guy? Um, Adam Shepard is the name you should know here. Absolutely, absolutely. So... Mm-hmm. There used there, mm-hmm. there's a race in Sydney called the Ausday 10K. It's a 10K wheelchair only race through the Rocks area. If you know Sydney, it's through the Rocks area, and it's super super cool. It's on Australia Day, hence the name Ausday. And um, anyway, this was when I was sort of coming towards the end of my my racing career. Kurt was just sort of getting into it. He'd been doing it for a couple of years or whatnot. Anyway, came down to over the 10Ks, came down to a sprint finish between him and I at the finish line. Um, mm. And I just, we got over the finish line, sprinted to the finish line, went as hard as we both could, and kind of looked at each other and went, who got that? Who was, where was that? And um, I got him by three one hundredths of a second over 10Ks. That That's, is not one, absolutely not two, but three one hundredths of a second. Outstanding. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I honestly talk about him as, as uh, like I would argue that he is the greatest athlete that Australia has ever seen. He is yep. absolutely phenomenal. And you literally beat him in a race. I did, yeah. I will use that till the day I die. <laughs> so you should. 
Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Yeah, I sure. would too. And I will use the fact that I, I know you. I know the guy who beat Kurt Fernley. I'm mm. going to use that until the day I die. <laughs> um, and I nearly <laughs> ruined it for you entirely. What year was that in, Adam? Do you remember what year? Oh, no. It uh, was probably very late 90s, I reckon. So probably the same around the same time as, as uh, I nearly lost my life to a hammer. Yeah. So that, the hammer <laughs> throw incident, um, mm. yes, could have... Yeah, may may or may not have affected that if I have yeah. just been a little bit off. No. Um, all right. So I want to tell um, the world more about the amazing things that you're doing. So awesome. let's talk about Invincible, if we can, first. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, my I, I have business partner, uh, Natasha Price, and um, we, yeah, we have business called Invincible, and um, it's basically it, – it, completely revolves around um, empowering people with disabilities to live um, great and fulfilling lives and, and get out there and, and have a crack at everything. And um, so, you know, we, we do advocacy work, um, you know, we, we consult on um, different things. We do lived experience consulting. Um, I've been in a chair, my, my wheelchair user my whole life. I'm 41. Um, she's been in a wheelchair or she, she's had some form of disability for, for a number of years, but um, she's been a wheelchair user for, uh, I think, 16 or 17 years or something like that, um, and with her disability, varying levels of disability too. So she's been a quadriplegic below the neck um, or paralysed from, from the neck down, I should say, um, and um, because of her condition, it sort of varies and, uh, yeah, ebbs and flows and that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, we, st- we started doing that, and um, we it really kicked off... I've got this. I've got this saying, and it's it's just always say yes, never say no to any opportunity, and um, that's how it really how it started for us, and uh, and here we are five years later. And awesome. you, so you you have your podcast. Mm. Um, can you tell us a bit about the podcast? Yeah. So um, we we also we got the opportunity. We got asked by a guy who owns a podcast studio um, by the name of Brett McCallum, great guy, and uh, he said. Uh, do you guys want to do your own studio, uh, your own podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah we do. Um, yeah, because for us, it's all about getting what we do and our message, and you know, out in any way possible. Um, and you know, a podcast, as you guys know, is a really good way to do that. So uh, yeah, we have the the two cripples, one mm-hmm. pair of legs podcast, uh, which I know is a bit on PC, but uh, there you go. So as you said, I'm a amputee, so the name kind of. We, the name got suggested and it stuck and, and here we are. And I love, so I'm a big fan of the podcast. I love um, that you're telling, there's some segments in there. One of the stories is um, is about the kind of some of the inequities in society that mm. able people just don't realise um, and bringing it to people's attention, which mm, I yep. think is, is really important. Mm. Um do you want to share uh, any of your most recent experiences or most significant experiences with us? Oh, look, I, I guess the one that stands to uh, or well, comes to the front of my mind is um, I've uh, I've started to get quite the collection of um, notes on my car. Um, so disabled parking because it's <laughs> obviously uh, myself as a wheelchair user and uh, Tash is my business partner is also a wheelchair user. So 
we we have no choice but to park in ex- disabled par- uh, parking spaces. One, if it was just one of us, you know, you might get away with it, but because you know we're getting wheelchairs out of both sides of the car, we've got to have it, and they they're increasingly hard to find. Like they're getting harder and harder to find. So, uh, on a couple of occasions, I've found myself, you know, when we've been at shopping centres or you know having to go to the very back of a car. I always go to the back of a car park, find a quiet spot, and I park across two car parks. Um, and that's what we're, we're, what we're forced to do, unfortunately. It's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, it just seems to be of recent... Um, people obviously don't look and see the, the disabled parking permit on that, you know, sits on, the, on my dash and, um, you know, come up with their own conclusions, I guess. And, um, yeah, I've had some interesting notes left on my car of recent times. So um, I'm kind of enjoying having something to, something to collect at the moment. So it's good. It's fabulous content for yeah. your podcast. And yeah, we, we just enjoy. the absolute um, ep- ep- epitome of ignorance on, on many people's behalf of... Mm. So they're taking the time to take out a pen and paper and write something to put it on your windshield. Mm. But I'm assuming you've got some sort of disability sticker or something sticking there. Yeah, I've got the the accessible parking something. permit it's... that I've got sits. Yeah, and it's, and it's so yeah. funny because they literally yeah. they literally put the note right on. Except one, they actually put on the rear of my car on the rear window. Um, but they literally almost put the notes on top of the parking permit. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, God. Oh, seriously. Jeez. Come on, people. Come Be on, better. People. <laughs> the cynic, Be the better. more cynical of us might assume that this is revenue raising and all they're, all they're looking to do is is to fill out that ticket. Oh, no, so these are, these are, this is, it's not um, people giving him a ticket. It's, it's, um, it's people like you and I deciding to give them give him a piece of his mind for having mm. parked across two oh, car parks. Yeah, right, of course. Mm. It, it is the able-bodied uh, community who are yeah, feeling that they cool. should write a letter to yeah. this person yeah, and not just cool. not pay attention to to certain stickers that might be on a car right. and think about, wow, I wonder, well, wonder what has actually led to these, these people having to park so far away yeah. and... Mm. That must be really difficult for them. No, I'm going to write a note about yeah. my displeasure of this situation right now. <laughs> Outrageous! I just oh, so geez. I love it. Your your podcast is it's funny, Thank um, you. and you're I feel like just in the same way that you're very um, you've been so forgiving of of my terrible throw that day that really could have ended in in under much terrible circumstances. But we've built a friendship of this that's lasted over 20 years, and. And you, you are able to kind of take unique. these things and and kind of channel channel your outrage, but in mm. a I, I believe a very positive and funny way mm. and enlightening way for um, for the able bodied community. So it's it's called Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. Yeah, and it. I really really recommend as many able bodied people. I believe it's it's absolutely imperative for able-bodied people to be listening to this podcast to get a bit of perspective on life and appreciation for their whatever whatever circumstances you have been dealt to just really um thrive with those circumstances sure. we, we have yeah, um sure yeah I'm go we back just to, um sorry go no no sorry, go on, i was just gonna say yeah you know it's 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 really just all about um you know how the lighter side of looking at you know, stupid 
or, or, or silly circumstances we find ourselves in and, and, you know, being able to share the human side of it and, and have a laugh along the way and just yeah. not take, not take life too seriously, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you got to have a laugh about things, don't you? I mean, <laughs> you really do. It's, uh, and I think a lot of people sort of feel that, you know, not wanting to say anything, then they just sort of, you know, get all nervous about something. But, you know, if, if people are just having a laugh about stuff and it opens up and you can learn through that and it's so much better for everyone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. I want to take it back to Mr. Monty, Monty for a second, if I could. Mm. Um, yeah. You made a comment about he just got you. Yeah. Right? He, he understood you. He got you. So mm. you weren't that academic, but he just got you. So you're mm. a, a coach as well mm. can you yeah. tell us a bit about how important it is uh to build that relationship so you can show that you get someone before you can actually teach them or show them anything yeah absolutely i just think um you know if you you take the time to to understand uh someone as far as um you know the what works for them um ways of learning uh, what works for them? Some people are visual. Visual. Some people, you know, have to to physically do do things to learn. Um, and you know that from a coaching perspective, that's the um, it, it's the same thing. Like the athlete I coach, um, you know, I can I can sit there and talk to her about how things need to be and what she needs to do um, till I'm blue in the face. But until she does it herself, and then it's like, ah, there you go. Um, and it's just finding having different ways of being able to um for mr monty you know it was about it was just something about the way he'd explain things that i just i I could get and um yeah made made sense to me if that makes sense yeah certainly absolutely Mm. and i think as you know we're teaching podcasts so we uh speak very often about the the importance of building relationships and the first step Mm. to that is trying to get someone, you know, trying to see something from their perspective mm. or trying Absolutely. to, you know, build some common ground and, and, and build from that. Mm. Uh, so tell, can you tell us a bit about um, the athlete that you're training and, and what you're doing? Yeah, so um, uh, Natasha Price, or Tash, um, she uh, she hates being called Natasha because it's um, generally um, when only when she's in trouble she gets called that. But, um, yeah, so she's a she's – a, <laughs> uh, was a marathon racer. She's – just sort of coming out of doing marathons now so the full 42 kilometers and um now uh is she's been doing marathon and track and sort of starting to focus a little bit more on the the shorter distance um races so uh 100 meter 200 meter uh and 400 meter on the track um she's doing really well um kicking lots of goals and um training's going really well so yeah we're it's the same discipline as, as I guess you'd call it as, uh, as I used to do. And, um, we, she, she basically contacted me five years ago on Facebook and said, um, Hey, I'm looking for a coach. Are you interested? And I said, look, I'm not officially a coach. I don't, I don't have the qualification, but you know, I know a little bit about racing. I did it for a a few years and you know, whatever knowledge I have is, it is yours. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to give it. So, um, yeah, th- that's that's where we are today. And um, like I said, you know, it, then it just it's turned into this business and and everything else we do. So yeah. So cool. So he's underselling what he what he does. I did it for a few years, and uh, you know, I, I, I beat Kurt Curley. Like I'm kind of a big deal, but I just I I, you know, I 
I dabbled in it for a little bit. He didn't dabble in it. He was the real deal. So um, that's awesome that she she could see that and she seeked you mm. out and and then it's turned into this um, and you you know just this amazing amazing impactful business and an impactful uh, podcast. You guys are winning, being recognised in awards all over mm. the state and nation, which is just beautiful. And it's just wonderful to see you travelling the world, uh, just conquering everything that you're doing and sharing the stories and sharing you know the trials and tribulations and the successes and and also really refreshingly the mm. the failures as well so mm. it does everything everything doesn't always go our way and i mm. think it's beautiful the way that you and tash mm. um share that real story and mm. you know kind of don't sugar, sugarcoat anything you, you tell it as it is yeah i think it's did you, um, make, a, did you make a conscious um decision to do that yeah look uh, you know we're, we're both of the belief that you know there's enough stuff out there you know, with the with the advent of social media and and everything that you know our our kids and you know people are exposed to, there's enough stuff already out there to make people believe that the world is peachy and you know nothing bad will ever become will, will ever come their way and um, you know there's no never any mountains to climb. So um, you know we're we're big believers in um, you know the whole showing the whole story um you know whether it be in our, our personal yeah. lives with health or you know with the sport or um you know we it's it's the it's the whole journey it's not just the bits that work out and and are good it's it's the whole thing that you get to see mm. and you, you do it so well so you, you just talked about sharing the whole journey with mm. your health mm. and i was um recently further inspired about your decision to um to remove your legs mm. and and then so the, the the you kind of shared your trials and tribulations along the way about the difficulties that you were having with your legs and then mm. but made the very I'm, i can only Im- imagine difficult decision to have the double um amputation of your mm. legs and then the amazingness of your life since that's happened. Can you share a bit of that story? Yeah. So I, if if we go back to 2018, I um, I had a, I found myself in a situation where I got gravely unwell, uh, unwell, I should say, um, over a period of about seven or eight months, and um, my doctor kept saying to me, "It's just a virus. It'll go. It's just a virus. It'll go." Um, meanwhile, it just felt like I was imploding on the inside. Like it was just, you know, everything was, you know, I was just, it felt like the wheels were falling off, I guess. Anyway, longer story short, um, I pushed and pushed and pushed and it turned out my kidney function, um, my kidneys were failing um, through some medication I was having. And yeah, Um, so I ended up in hospital um, to, you know, try and, you know, sort out my kidney issues. And on the, the third day, I was in hospital, my, the doctor that was looking after came in and he said, you know, you're really lucky. He said another two or three days at home and um, you were just going to go to sleep and not wake up. And at the time, um, Fletcher, my son, was not even a year old. So, um, you know, that was, that was a real, you know, wow moment yeah i don't want to don't want to swear but it was a yeah it was a real it was a real kick in the butt and um so it was at that point i was like 
I, I thankfully I got over that and I got through all that and my kidneys you know came back and I had a really good team around me medical staff and whatnot and and I came back from that but from that I made the, I made the decision that it didn't matter what I had to do in life um, as far as my health was concerned to to be around for my family be around for Fletcher um, and you know stick around for as long as I could I'd do it so uh, after you know, having a lot of problems on and off for, you know, the best part of 10 or 15 years, I'd say, with problems with my feet, circulation, swelling, and and ultimately pressure wounds and sores from, from all that. Um, I ended up in hospital with an infection in my foot, um, which had happened numerous times before. I was sort of probably spending, you know, two to three weeks in hospital every year because of ongoing issues. Anyway, a uh, doctor came in and he said to me, well, you know the drill, you've been here, you've done this before, um, you know, you'll be in here for a week on IV antibiotics and then, um, you know, there's wound care, you know, to, to fix things up, which, you know, for me, from previous experiences, you know, six to 12 months, easy. And I said, you know what, I'm done, get rid of them. <laughs> I was like, I said, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old at the time, well, I was 41 years old, um, you know, there's more life than spending time in hospital. Um, I've never used my legs. I can't feel them. They're no good to me anyway. Um, and I was just sort of a, of that opinion that one day, if I didn't make the call, it was probably going to end up being made for me at some point. So um, I, I grabbed the ball by the horns and and went with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, obviously that's a significant operation. There's a significant, mm. um, there's a significant recovery period. So h- how's your health been since you made that decision to remove them? It's been the best it's ever been. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm probably, you know, eating a bit too much food and carrying a bit too much weight at the moment. But, um, but I, honestly, it's the best it's ever been. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm active, I'm healthy, I'm, you know, far less time in hospital for different things um you know i just i feel better in myself like because i couldn't feel my feet the amount of times that you know i I potentially had something underlying that i didn't know was there and you know how that affects your system and and all that sort of thing um but yeah i've just it honestly i i say it i always tell people it's the best decision i've made for my my own uh, decision I've made for my health um, so far. It's been really, really good. That's awesome. That's so good. And I, I thought it was pretty funny the other day that, so you're, you're back competing, but you won something the other day in a prize pack, didn't you? I um I tried my head. I decided. <laughs> Tell us. I decided to try my hand at CrossFit. Um, uh, some people were putting on a CrossFit CrossFit competition in Brisbane and it was an adaptive CrossFit. So all people with disabilities predominantly. Um, and I got invited to take part. Um, I've never done CrossFit in my life, but you know, I'm no stranger to the gym and, and all that sort of thing. So I said, you know what, why not? Let's, let's give it a crack. And, um, yeah, anyway, as, as part of winning my division for that, I was awarded a pair of socks. <laughs> 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 so good. It's, so it's good. it was the best. <laughs> That's great. 
Yeah, that's so helpful. That's so I know. wonderful. I know. Yes. I've, I've had lots um, of suggestions sure, of what I could do with them. Good, but good use. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. All right. Oh, you, you are a legend. And um, and we're going to – we're about to play the alphabet game. If you are – like you've conquered so many things in your life and I'm just wondering if you're willing to play the alphabet game against Mr. White uh, this evening. Absolutely, bring it. So you do have some achievements, uh, you know, a few notches He's on your done. belt, but uh, this does. one's eluded you thus far, and I, I, I imagine that should you salute here, you'll, it will take pride of the place. It will. Kurt Fernley, no, I beat, I beat Will <laughs> I White beat in, in, in the alphabet game. Hey, let's not uh, count uh, the victory uh, too soon. No. Here we go. Alphabet game. Alphabet game. All right. The way we play the game is I'm going to give you a question and then I'm going to give you a, a letter. And I would like you to give me the answer starting with that letter, such as if I ask the question, what is a chocolate bar starting with C, you would say? Cadbury. Crunchy. Uh, perfect. And then oh. obviously Adam would be off to a lead. But unfortunately, Adam, that wasn't the first question. <laughs> so are we ready? Here Bring we go. On. Name a snack an athlete would like, starting with A. Amino acids. Almonds. Amino acids are delicious to snack on. Um, <laughs> you got to say amino acids. Oh, they, oh, they, they are tasty. They goodness are tasty, me. and I like them to be just the amino. I like them to be dried out in the you, oven and then like sprinkled with a little bit of salt. Is that how? Is that how Tash? Lovely, lovely. Is that absolutely. how Tash takes her amino acids? Oh, absolutely. Uh, on on steak and yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Wonderful. We're off. We're off. One nil. I have to get your All amino right. acid uh, recipe uh, to, after oh, this. You're making me hungry, actually, Adam. I uh, gosh, I can't uh, wait uh, to get amongst it. All right, here we go. Name a thing that <laughs> thing. <laughs> thing. Fantastic thing. way to narrow it I, down. Okay. I just, okay. Quite ev- quite evidently Advar, I, banana, I carrot, just, I, quite donkey, evidently I just changed elephant. my question in like as I'm looking at this. All right. <laughs> Name an activity that both able bodied and disabled bodied people like to do, starting with I. Ice skating. I'm gonna pay I, that. I, I, I'm gonna pay that. I, I do. I have to pay that. All right. Unfortunately, <laughs> could, could you ice skate? Are you, is that okay? Is is that um is that inclusive enough there? You yes. happy with that, Adam? Yes, I am. I um I recently actually had the opportunity, and um whilst horrified a lot of people, it was a lot of fun. Okay, there you oh, go. It's, it's nice. ice skating. Scary. Oh, Oh, exactly. No. I don't. Um, my husband can't do it, which is glorious. Um, <laughs> as as a reasonably able-bodied man, uh, and so it's fun to watch. But I was actually setting you up for a bit of a talk about iFly then, um, Adam. So I'm ah, disappointed you no, didn't bring sorry. it home. Didn't for pick us. up. Didn't pick up on that. Yeah, my bad. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, I, Mrs. I Angel. Have, I should have prepped you for that beforehand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're excused. <laughs> You're excused, kiddo. Jesus. All right, here we go. Name a Paralympic legend starting with K. Kurt Fernley. Kurt Fernley. I think there's a lag on my side. <laughs> I don't think there is. I think that we've nailed it yet again. And um, this is the victory that you're actually going to talk about forever, Adam. 
and uh, well done because Thank you. this will you will have this forever knowing knowing that you've beaten Mr. White in at the alphabet game. Yes, yes, but I must admit the company is becoming less and less less exclusive every yeah. week. So. Yeah. So enjoy yep. exclusivity while you can, because the the club of people who've beaten me is getting larger. Yes, Burnley's <laughs> got nothing so on this win. To make it as large as it can possibly. Yeah, be. yeah that's right. No, exactly, exactly, <laughs> Take exactly. That, Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to tell? Um, do you want to tell the listeners a bit about iFly while we've? Um, whilst we've somewhat segued into it. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be cool. I um. So yeah, I'm a I'm an all abilities ambassador for iFly on the Gold Coast in Surfers Paradise. Um, so I'm I've I have no desire at all to ever jump out of a perfectly good aeroplane. Like unless I'm unless I have to, yep. it, it, it's yeah. never going to happen. Um, yep. But I got into I got the opportunity to try um, indoor skydiving. Um, so you're a whole lot less higher off the ground, and you know it got an instructor right with you and stuff. And, um, uh, yeah, so did that a whole bunch of times and then got invited to, um, to be an ambassador for them. And, um, it's so cool. It's so much fun. Um, you know, you, you, the chairs, everyone is equal in that tunnel. It doesn't matter whether you've, you know, you're a wheelchair user, you've got no legs, you're able bodied, you're hearing impaired. Nobody can hear in the tunnel anyway. It's too loud. Um, you know, but it's such a great opportunity. It's such a great, fun thing to do. Um, and the guys at the guys at iFly just do it really, really well. Um, you know, their their philosophy is that everyone can fly, and um, and you know, not not trying to you know um, flog that too much, but it, they really can. Like, there's I've seen I've seen you know older people. I've seen young kids fly. Um, you know, my, my six-year-old Fletcher absolutely loves it and just nails it every time he gets in the tunnel and just absolutely loves yeah. it. So, um, yeah, yeah it's just awesome. can do together, which is cool. And it's, yeah, and, you know, I, I do, I spend a, a fair bit of time away and, you know, different things with, you know, training and, well, athletics and um, uh, and the business and whatnot. So, you know, I do I do look for things that him and I can do together and, um yeah, it's it's just a great opportunity for us to do some fun stuff together, and um, yeah, it, I'm so proud. Like you look at him in the tunnel, and you go, "How is this kid six? Like you know, he's just he's an absolute pro, you know." <laughs> yeah, and everybody's cheeks in there are just going like this. Um, so because because you had talked about it, Adam, on your social media, when my family mm. and I were over in Queenstown, we mm. were enticed into a, an iFly, and I didn't actually do oh. it. I was I was a little hungover at the time, if I'm being honest. Um, but my my son did it, and as did my 70 year old mum. Nice, and, nice, and awesome. They equally had the most phenomenal time. So it's it's a, a really really cool thing to do, um, and like they were just on such a, an adrenaline high when they when they came out. So super pumped, and and also my niece, my 21 year old, uh, my 19 year old. Like super fit, super like super athlete niece. She went in, and so all three of them at totally different um, times of their life just had the time of their life, which is so cool. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's good. Oh, will you? Would you yeah. give it a crack so, though? Keep, yeah, I should. I absolutely I should. Challenge accepted. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. only now that you are a victor against Mr. White, will I make sure that um, actually Mr. White is coming to visit um, visit me in Queensland 
in January yes. and we're going we are going to go to iFly and awesome. we're going to get some pictures of us going to iFly because yeah, that would be really really that. cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Let awesome. me know. Thank I'll set it, set it up. I, I know people, so, you know, we'll make it happen. Okay. Oh, hook, awesome. Yeah. Hook, it, hook us up, Absolutely. Adam. That's awesome. Sounds great. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, we have monopolized so much of your time this evening. So can you tell us how can people learn more, forget about uh, forget about Kurt Fernley and learn more about the amazing Adam Shepard? Where can they find more about you and all of the things you're doing? Oh, look, um, jump onto, if you're on Instagram, um, check out um, just my Instagram, which is the real, the underscore real underscore Adam Shepard, um, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D, because there's six million different ways of spelling Shepard. Um, mine's the right way, of there course. There is. And, um, uh, of course. <laughs> I, I post a lot of my, the shenanigans I get up to um, on there. On there, you'll also find links to our podcast um, shameless plug, and uh, and um, a lot of the a lot of the iFly stuff I do. It's a really good way to to connect with me, and um, yeah, I, I love questions. Um, you know, so if anybody anything I've talked about or you know um, anything you want to ask me, shoot me a message. I'm uh, I'm around. You yeah. are an absolute legend, Adam, and I feel very privileged to know you. Um, so much so that um, Adam is going to be the guest speaker at the Mastery Schools Australia Springfield Awards Night um, coming up next week. So I think by the time this one's going to air, no, awesome. when this goes to air, it's the next night that Adam is going to be um, being, is inspiring the students at my school and I feel so privileged and I can't wait for them to hear all about you and fall in love with you like the world does. So Thank you. You're a superstar. Good on you, Adam. That's great. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. Can't Thanks wait. for meeting, meeting up with us tonight and yes, sharing your you. story. And I'll see you next week, Mr. Shepherd. I'll see you in about a month, Mr. White. I look forward and to it. And teachers, hang in there. We are at the end of the term. Yes. You have got this. End of the You're year. You're counting down days at this stage and you've absolutely got it. Um, keep it together and we will see you next week. All right. Goodbye, Mr. White. Goodbye, Mrs. Angel. Goodbye, Mr. Shepherd. Goodbye. Riverside.